Welcome back to day 20 of the STARS Lockdown Conversation Podcast. We're going to be chatting to you every day throughout lockdown to you about your lockdown experiences. And today I'm joined by Jack of all trades, David Sims from the Sheffield Steelers. David, how are you doing? Oh, very good. Great intro. Great intro. <laughs> that's my radio voice. <laughs> that's the radio voice. Yeah, jack of all trades. That sums me up pretty well. <laughs> well, of course, 2020 has been such a strange old year, David. So before we start chatting about the Steelers, how's it been for you, for, the, for you and the family? Uh, strange. I mean, I'm a Birmingham estate agent by day and Sheffield Steelers at every other time. Um, so from the estate agency point of view, very, very quiet. Obviously a lockdown, then coming back and now a second lockdown. Um, I've got an 86-year-old mother with Alzheimer's, or I kind of look after, so um, she's oblivious to the whole um, virus and wonders, well, she still thinks she does go out every day and gets oh, lost okay. there, but, but unfortunately she, she doesn't. Um, so that's been strange, but most of all, of course, for me, somebody who's been all 30 years with the Sheffield Steelers, he's, oh my God, it, it's just like, it's just cut a big hole in all of our lives because there's been no hockey. Um, we've still been busy in the week. We've still been really busy you know, trying to keep the club in a really good position. We're doing lots of fundraising. We're doing lots of fan engagements. But you don't mind all that graph because at the end of the week, you normally have at least one game, possibly two, to look forward to. And we haven't been able to go home. We haven't been able to go to the to the arena. We haven't been able to cheer and wave our orange flags and um, shout at referees and, and do all of those normal kind of stealer things. Exactly. So... Um, the 2020 has been horrible, but in one sense, 2020 did end very well for us because back in March, we won the Challenge Cup, which was the only um, competition that was actually decided in the Elite League. So we, um, the last game that was played in the Elite League towards the end of last season was the Challenge Cup final. And we beat the Cardiff Devils 4-3. We are the Challenge Cup champions. So I guess our last memory is a good memory. But by God, it's it's been so long ago that uh, you 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 just forget um, what it was like to attend and be at a game. Oh, it's great that you've got a really good win to sustain you. But as you say, it's just having to sustain you for such a, a long time. So, as you say, I mean, everything's changed. It's great to hear you've still been able to do some things. But I mean, everybody, I know the fans are really missing coming to the games. How strange has it been just having to kind of shut up shop? Oh, it's been weird. So, you know, at first, when we had the first lockdown, we didn't know how long that would be. So we, we found the very best games over the last few years. And we, um, we put them out on YouTube and we had Steeler Nights and we tried to engage and we had interviews with players. And, inter you know, none of us knew what Zoom was 12 months ago, did we? And now, we'd all be lost. now we'd all be lost without it. Um, we should have all bought shares in that a few years ago, shouldn't we? <laughs> um, so we've tried that. Then financially, of course, there's, there's, there's a burden. So we've, um, with no hockey being played at all, we still have expenditure that has to be raised. So we've, uh, we, found a, we found a company called Raffal, which is a raffle company. Um, I was on the telly a few weeks ago, actually, raffled a house. But we've, we've raffled shirts, we've raffled frames, we've raffled, basically, if it moves and can hang in your lounge, we've raffled it. Um, we've done 50-50 draws. We've, um, we've just gone out there, tried to sell our merchandise and our fans have backed us and have joined in brilliantly well. Um, and we, we've kept our club afloat and we've kept our club going. Brilliant ownership, brilliant direction from the very top, from the owner down. Um, 
it's it, it, but it's been every day is uh, is new problems and you've just got to overcome them and you've just got to get through today to get to tomorrow and i think you have to look at it in those very short steps and eventually you know the sun will the sun still comes up every morning you know you <laughs> open the curtains it's not black it, it's bright the sun's rising and eventually the open sign will be at the arena and then we can go back home absolutely you're right i mean we have to hang our hat on the the small certainties that are still left yeah. to us in 2020 because well, well, it's the, all the big left. thing the big thing Nick, is it's above yours pay grade and it's above my pay grade. None of us, we, if there was something we could do to make it better, we'd do it, yeah. but we can't. We're waiting for Boris, we're waiting uh, for the, the vaccine, which seems to be the big one. And we can't, so what we've got to do, we've got to tread water, we've got to find little things that we can do to try and make it a little bit less on. It's never going to be more comfortable, but it's going to be less uncomfortable. And we wait then for this vaccine to come. And when that comes, then we're going to get back into business. And all this, oh, so many can come into your venue and, oh, a percentage can come into your venue. It's absolute codswallop. There's no way leagues are going to start thinking that if, you go, if you're in an area where it could change, that they're going to shut you down. Mm. Until we have the vaccine and until everybody can go back into the building, it ain't going to change. And um, we can all try and kid ourselves otherwise, but it isn't. Those yeah. are reality. It is, absolutely. I think what's really great about what you just mentioned, though, was the way that the, the kind of digital creativity has enabled you to keep in touch with the fans. You know, that's fantastic. To, 10, 20 years ago, it would have been a very different story. So have you, you really kind of been... trying to do this? Like, look oh. what you're doing now. Whoever thought you'd be doing podcasts, you work for a newspaper, and look yeah. how your business has, has developed. I can remember... I can remember newspapers being newspapers and, and one of your colleagues, Bob Westerdale. And when the internet came, that foreign, horrible um, thing called the internet, um, the proper journalists of the day, they, they backlashed against a digital paper. It, it would never catch on. It would be only we, we, want, we want to get our hands dirty on a newspaper. And then all of a sudden it became a little bit more digital. And then I can remember before Bob retired, it was all digital and he's doing video interviews. And now look at you, you're doing podcasts and and we're doing the same and twitter facebook our shop <coughs> zoom everything now god if, if, if the internet went down businesses would just fold instantly and um thank god this digital network as much as it drives us crazy twitter can be both the best thing in the world and the worst thing in the world on the same day um but thank god we've we've, we've got these platforms to to hang our hats Absolutely. And as you say, you know, the 2020 has been completely affected by what's going on. I'm really curious to see um, how you're approaching 2021, because I completely agree. I know we're on, the, we're on Zoom without the cameras on today, but I'm nodding furiously as you're speaking, because you're right, we're kidding ourselves if we're thinking things are going to go back to normal in stages. We're waiting, aren't we, on, on vaccines and things. So how are you approaching 2021 at the minute, forward planning? Um, very well. I think we think the first half of 2021 is going to be the same as the last half of 2020. We're not going to play games. I can't see that happening. Not unless something that we can't think of at this moment in time happens. No. So I don't see that. But we're planning for an August-September start in 2021. We, we, we lost the last quarter of last season and we've lost all of this season. Um, but we're hoping that by August-September, 
the vaccine will have kicked in, people will be able to come safely back into the building. I'm sure there'll be restrictions, maybe even in August, September, where we'll be wearing masks and having temperature checks as we wander into the building and we have to perhaps carry a card to say that we've had the jab, maybe. But we, we do genuinely believe that we will be, be up and running uh, for the start of, of next season. So we've got that in our sights, but the only problem with tomorrow, Nick, is that you've got to get through today to get there. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it, there's a long, there's a long way to go. What a week now, um, 24th of November. I'm talking to you, and yeah. we're probably looking at starting August. That's eight, nine months away. Yeah. So we've got eight or nine months to keep this ship afloat before we get to our our first game. So we've got to continue to do the things that we're doing at the moment. We've got to continue to look at every single opportunity that's out there and available to us to engage with our fans, to engage with our sponsors, to engage with yourselves and the media and do things like this so people don't forget us. Because when we do come back in August, September, it'll be 19 months since the last game. Wow. People will have done other things. They will have, people will have died, not through just COVID, but they will have died. People will have moved home. People will have fallen out of, will, will have found other things to do. They'll go temping bowling, they'll go to the cinema. And we've got to remind them in that, this period of time that, hey, we're the Sheffield Steelers, we're still here. We still love you, we still want you. We're the best show in town still. And come August, September, you better not have forgotten us because uh, we're going to be putting on the best show in town again. Oh, it sounds fantastic. Have you ever been? No, I haven't. Are you a Sheffield girl? I'm not. Does that let from? me off the hook? No. Where <laughs> are you from? I'm only from Wakefield, so I'm not far away. You're not. You're not, you're not far away at all. Well, well, I tell you what, first game, you're going to come. And you I can am. do your podcast. You can do a podcast and the game and stuff. Because it is still, the, we've been going for 30 years. This is our 30th anniversary year. Mm-hmm. And we are still the best kept secret in Sheffield. Despite us getting seven, 8,000 people a night into our building, despite us being the most successful sporting club in Yorkshire, yeah, and you can expand that boundary whichever way you want to. You can go as high north and you can go as far south as you want. You won't find a sporting team that's won more league titles, more playoffs, more cups um, than the Sheffield Steelers. But there are still people, and you've just proved that point, that haven't witnessed us yet. Mm. And when they walk into the building and they, the lights go down, our fans go crazy, the flashing lights appear, the big jumbotron starts off and the boys enter the ice, think what on earth is going on here and how the <laughs> hell have I missed this for the last 30 years? And oh. you will be one of those people, Nick. But we've just got to keep banging the drum up until that point. It sounds great. Well, obviously, they're going to be Steelers fans, we hope, listening to this. So just finally, how can they keep in touch with you? Where should we be telling them to go and find you in the next few months? Well, the good thing with hockey fans is they are pretty good digitally and they've always had to be because in Sheffield, there's been your good selves at the start. There's been BBC Radio Sheffield. Unfortunately, Hallam doesn't kind of do sports. So it's really been the star, a bit of Yorkshire Post and Radio Sheffield. So to get proper information, our fans from, from day one have always been good at going to our website. They've always been good at going to Facebook, always been good at going to Twitter, always been good to go into Instagram. So they are already connected with us a lot of the time. We have the standard emailers as well that go out, but all the digital platforms, we're there every hour, on the hour, every day, with a little bit of information, whether that be interviews from players, our latest fundraiser, um, what's going on with the league, what's going on with government help, um, you know, what you know, some of our players have found jobs temporarily in different parts of Europe. Um, so 
again, we keep in touch with them so our fan base can know what, what they're doing because our fans get very attached to our players. They become family, mm. if you like. Um, so they are very good already. So I'm guessing if they found this podcast, they've already found us. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, we hope they keep in touch in the coming months and we can't wait to see you back in August. I'm looking forward to coming to my first game. So I'll you see you there. Be, it should be. The bad news is you'll have to sit next to Bob Westler from the start. <laughs> which is, it's something that's not, uh, not, not encouraging, but um, you'll, you'll love it. You'll have a great night. Bring your friends and uh, make a good night of it because a night with the Steelers is a good fun night. You Absolutely. don't have to be sporty. You don't even have to understand what's going on. But you'll soon, uh, you'll soon get hooked like the uh, the tens of thousands of, of fans that we've got that already are. Oh, it sounds wonderful! I will see you and Bob there. You will. <laughs> Thank you, David. Take care. Nick.